Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com, where we talk movies, comics, TV shows, sometimes video games. Not this week. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, my co-host, my dog, and Nick Mason. I'm being attacked by a dog. <laughs> I'm being attacked by a vicious dog. Yeah. That I insisted sit with me on the couch. <laughs> ah! She's pretty good. Hey, dog. Do you like her spirit? Yeah. Ah! Speaking of spirits. Uh, speaking of spirits, you're drinking wine. Yeah, I am drinking wine. You're drinking wine out of like a... A regular glass. A regular glass. Because as I told you before the show, I'm against wine glasses. They're dumb. Why are they? Sha- Why do you have to drink a certain glass, like a certain drink from a certain glass? Because you've got to, you've got like to a swirl sh- it. No, you don't. That's no, all I mean, bullshit. Yeah. Champagne flutes, dumb. I mean, you have to you swirl it smugly. It's too small for your mouth. <laughs> it's, oh, it's no good. Do you put your nose in it when you drink? Just drink everything out of a sack. That's what I say. <laughs> just a hessian sack. Yeah. Hold it over your mouth and just rig it into yep, your mouth. Yeah. But yeah. Just drink, drink your wine out of a bloody, a, like a like an animal bladder or something. Like <laughs> yeah, that, you've, sure. that you've fashioned into a drinking or a fine loot crate drinking horn which is how I do most of my drinking you know you do Uh, sad news to start with. Oh, yeah, earlier in I hate the sad week. News. I know. Wish all news were happy news. Another another massive loss. Anton Yelchin uh, dead at twenty seven. Twenty seven, brutal. Yeah, yeah. So what was believed to have happened is he got out to check his mailbox and his car rolled. Yeah, and, and I was on a, a steep incline and it, it pinned him against the Ugh. um the wall and yeah and killed him. They found him in the morning. Horrible. So, man, that that's. Yeah, seemed like a wonderful human being. He really and, did. And look, he was, you know, he was Chekhov in the uh, Star Trek reboot. Yep. He was in a movie called Charlie Bartlett, where he's like a high school student, right, right, who uh, who gets like his, he sort of starts supplying like psychiatric drugs to his fellow students, and mm-hmm, then he mm-hmm. sort of becomes their their psychoanalyst. Gotcha. Really, really right, I haven't it's seen got, that one. It's got Cat Dennings and Robert Downey Jr. Oh, in it. cool. It's real good. Yeah. I um. I really like Like Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's him and uh, Felicity Jones, who's in the upcoming Star Wars movie. It's a really good and kind of I don't know. It's it's a really it's it's kind of a, it's a love story, but it's not like and everything's okay. And mm. it's like it's it's how that like hey maybe love doesn't triumph triumph over everything, Mason. Oh. Despite what you think, oh. you naive idiot. Oh. <laughs> well, this has been a sad episode for me. <laughs> I especially. know. And you know what? I shouldn't say this, but every time someone dies, I'm all I think of like five people I would have rather died. Ugh. Top of that list. Name them. Shia LaBeouf. Look, I'm not saying I wish he was dead. I would be sad if he died. But I'm just saying, if I had to make the choice, if you put a gun in my head... Uh Uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) And the the other four people are just people you know personally. Yeah, absolutely. No, no. Yeah. That's a shame. I hear it was great in Green Room as well. Yeah, I've heard that's really good. I want to get around to it. Me too. Obviously, I don't wish anybody else dead. But I just... Whenever someone dies, it's always... I'm never like, okay... Like, yeah, it's always right. bad news. Yeah, Even, yeah. like, personally. It's never mm. like, oh, I hated him. Good. Yeah. It's always someone <laughs> that you like. Yeah, it's been a bad year. It's been a bad year. Mm. Yeah. So, that is what it is. Hopefully, Mason, news of this Star oh. Wars Rogue, Rogue One. Well, I know you want to say something No, I was going to say, I hope you've got a sweet segue for this to make us all happy again. I think Rogue One will make Look, it's a dog. It's a dog. I'm being attacked by a dog. <laughs> but in a funny way. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, Rogue, Rogue, Rogue One. One. So yeah, there was an Entertainment Weekly um, story. Uh-huh. A few things uh, were kind of like they released a whole lot of images and confirmed certain characters like Mads Mikkelsen is playing, what's her name's father, um, Jyn Erso's father, uh-huh. and he's kind of like the Oppenheimer 
So, you know, he made the Death Star, but then he's like, maybe I shouldn't have made this giant world-destroying laser. (laughs) I'm having second thoughts. Mm. Uh, But the two of the biggest reveals, this one we already knew, it was pretty much confirmed, Darth Vader is in. Now, he's going to be used sparingly, but in a key strategic moment. So they, they, there's like a beach storming kind of scene. Maybe it's that. And he's like, me, it's me, I'm Darth Vader. <laughs> and he's in the back. Absolutely. Is there anywhere? <laughs> is there anything you want? Is there anything you want to see him do? Ah, uh, James L. Jo- uh, James L. Jones back as well. Eighty five. Yeah. Because he's in Rebels. People are like, can you believe he's back? And David Prowse yes. is out, so they're packing James L. Jones into the suits. <laughs> That's Hollywood, Just, baby. Oh, get him in there. Uh I would like to see him defeat like a legion of rebel troops yes. by himself yes i think that would be good absolutely because i mean he's you know clearly very powerful in the force in all the movies but we never see him mm. it's always he'll he's choking a general through a screen yeah through a screen <laughs> or he's fighting a jedi one-on-one yeah, yeah i'd like to see him or not even a jedi like a not very good yeah jedi, yeah exactly like I, I want to see him or an old man just just cut through, just cut through a the rebel swath. ranks. A swath, cut a swath, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do you, you might want to move your mic a little bit closer. I think it's like a fraction too far, according to this headset. Oh yeah, how about now? Wearing. That's better. Yeah, I want to see him like. Oh, uh, it's worse for me. Oh uh, yeah. Worse. I want to see him work, operate like a tank. Yeah, absolutely. Just, I completely mm. agree with you. Yeah. I really, I've got this image in my mind that but, I want to see. Oh, sorry, go. No, go, I was going to say this. But it, does that would that result in any continuity errors? Is there any mm. in the later films? Is there any kind of situation where, if he were able to do that, it would ruin? Well, the- that's the thing. This is I I'm speculating. Oh yeah, and this is probably not true. He's got insider information. I do not ever. But I, first of all, yeah. Well, the thing I want to see, I want to see him pick up a rebel soldier, like uh-huh. choke him with his, yes. you know, with his mind, and then use him as a human shield. <laughs> sure, right. Like just cut it, you know. Like, you know, he's about to get shot and he just pulls a oh, rebel soldier fun. in front of him and yeah. he just takes like eight blaster bolts. But no, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna be much more dangerous in this and then he gets injured because he's significantly slower in A New Hope. Like when he's fighting Obi-Wan Kenobi, you'd, the, the stuff you see him do in the comics prior uh-huh. to this, he's much more dangerous than what you kind of see him do. Oh, interesting. And there okay. is a guy we see in a back to tank. So I'm wondering if he does get swamped. And, and he that's, why he's, that's why he's pr- so proused yeah, in, the, so right. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the 4, 5, and 6. Okay, sure, yeah. right, I get it. But, you know, that's... That would make a lot of sense. It would, but, you know, I don't, I don't know. Mm. Uh, well, that's was I going to say. You know, the, the blind uh, Jedi who's... No, oh, he's not a Jedi, sorry. There's a blind soldier in uh-huh. it. Apparently, he's got some connection to the Force, so he's a spiritual man, mm-hmm. so he's kind of used his... He's not a Jedi. Maybe, uh-huh. maybe he was. I don't, I don't think that he was, but... And I doubt he'd have a lightsaber, but that's why he's able to kind of take sure. out... Like most people in the Star Wars universe, he's mm. force sensitive. Yes, that's right. Like he's almost got a everyone. Yeah, man, woman, droid, plant, <laughs> force sensitive. Planet mm-hmm. doesn't matter. The other thing is, Forrest Whitaker's character is actually from canon. I've heard that. He's yeah. a character from the Clone Wars, which I haven't. I haven't seen all the way through. Apparently, it gets really good at like season three, and I'm like, I just can't make nah, that commitment. Not doing. And it. if you start at three, who knows if you'd recognize any of the characters <laughs> exactly. or know what's happening? Yeah, exactly. But mm. he's playing Saw Guerrera. He's a rebel, mm. but he's like a rebellious rebel, even more oh, so. Oh, rebel turned renegade. Yeah. So oh. they don't. They don't. He's like their Punisher. So he's too rebellious for the rebellion. Yeah. Wow. So he's he's fought alongside Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars. Like uh-huh. he was trained to fight. During that war, or oh, interesting. That war. Okay, and now 
he's kind of he's he's like, what's happened here? Wow. I don't agree with this. I'm Forrest Whitaker. Mm. Mm. Great. I'm mm. not surprised they're bringing in. Turn in your badge, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> you know that badge we gave you for being slightly rebellious that lets you into the rebellion. Hand that back because you're too rebellious. Here's a different badge. It says you're too rebellious. Now wear that so people will know. You're not going to wear it? Okay. That fits with who you are as yeah, a person. Yeah, good. You, you passed the final test. But seriously, wear the badge. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, look, they, they are going to be obviously drawing from the canon. They, mm. I was going to say the extended universe, whatever the bloody hell they want to call it now. <laughs> but I don't think we're going to get any... This is one of those situations where it fits with the canon, but you don't need to know who he is. Great. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and that's, what's, that's what you're about, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of other images. Go check them easy out. Li- it's the easy listening of mo- movies. <laughs> Just show up. This better all make sense. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, Bob Iger, CEO of uh, Disney, has also said that Indiana Jones uh, right now, focused, their focus is on a reboot or a continuum and then a sort of reboot of sorts after that. So I'm thinking they'll get Harrison Ford. He's going to do one more. Mm. I think what happened is I think they wrote that into his Star Wars contract. Uh-huh. I'm sure he went, I'll be Han Solo, but I want to do another Indiana Jones film because he's always oh, liked really? okay. it. I don't know. Right, okay. But he's, but he's always liked... He does know insider information. <laughs> he's always liked Indiana Jones. And you see, in all his interviews over the years, he's uh-huh. always been very pro Indiana Jones. But does he necessarily have to hold a gun to anyone's head to become Indiana Jones? Surely he can just walk in and be like, I want to do another one. And people would just drop. No, but I feel like maybe Disney would have gone, well, let's get somebody younger and kind of... Uh, and maybe okay, yeah. that was... Or maybe not. I don't know. But I, this is... I think they're going to recast it. Uh-huh. Maybe this one will be like a modern day Indiana Jones well you know age appropriate Indiana Jones and then maybe some flashbacks with uh, a younger yeah, okay, actor sure. uh-huh. or maybe they'll do one more Harrison Ford and they'll go get mm. a younger actor and James Bond it where they just get a different person Emily Blunt sure yeah Emily Blunt make everybody happy thank you get the female Ghostbusters in yeah. did you hear the new Ghostbusters song I saw that it was by Fallout Boy and yep. I decided not to listen to it <laughs> yeah look it's it's like all movie theme songs. Like it's not, it's not good. But it's, it's not, it's not the go, it's not the old Ghostbusters theme. There are the oh, shades right. of it, but okay. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, but sure, yeah. It's like take a look around theme from my <laughs> theme from Mission yeah, Impossible yeah, Two by okay, Luke yeah, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll play yeah. that. Yeah, Great. which is once again a classic. So <laughs> track that down if you if you like. Spider Man stuff has been said. The Sony CEO, CEO said uh, he was asked who has like the green light authority on Spider-Man because as we know he's being shared back with Marvel. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Sony still own him. Uh, they've deferred. He said they've deferred creative control uh, to Marvel, but they have ultimate authority. They did that because they know what they're doing. Marvel know what they're doing. And he said, uh, "And look, we don't. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> we haven't known for years. We just." Just throw everything at the wall. We just see buy some stuff and see if it makes us more money. Sometimes, look, help. Just help. Yeah. He's taken a bit of flack for this because they said, uh, he was asked, do you want to trim the cost of the, that franchise? And he says, I don't want to trim costs. I want to make money, which I think is fine. <laughs> right, I mean, yeah. That's, that's uh-huh. what, sure. I mean, he's not, it's not a charity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and sometimes you make money by trimming costs and sometimes by investing in things that are profitable. A movie like Spider-Man by Marvel, that's not inexpensive, but it's a great investment knowing that Marvel has a clear creative vision. I sleep very well at night. Ooh. There you go. So obviously, With the fishes, <laughs> he was murdered. Oh, was he? Yeah. That's terrible. Mm. 27 as well. Ooh. I wish it was Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that. I only mean it a little bit. 
Mm. Let me just drink my wine. I was going to say, by the time you finish that wine, I think you will mean it. At the end, you'll be like, and another thing. Here's the other four people I wish were dead. I'm a monster. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's all good stuff for Spider-Man. Mm. So, yeah, they, they are. And he was also alluding to, like, we are going to expand out the universe. Mm. I'm, I'm all about a Spider-Verse movie. Yeah. Getting back the original, all, it's all mm. the Spider-Man. Not immediately. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kind of build to that, obviously. Mm. Uh, I'm all for S- Paul Giamatti as the Rhino. Bring him back. Really? Not in the not in the big metal suit, but in like a with his pants pulled down in the middle of the street, like he was in that movie. Yeah, is that what you want? Pretty much. Great. Mm-hmm. You're a, you're a sucker for the classics, aren't you? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so Brian Cranston is Zordon in Power Rangers, the face in the tube. Yeah, I know who Zordon is. I know. <laughs> you both, looked so confused. I know who though. both Brian Cranston and Zordon are. All right. It's just an odd, like, given that. There's been so many franchises where people have been like, you know, you should get Brian Cranston. He'd be amazing as this. He'd be amazing as this. <laughs> He'd be character. a great Jim Gordon, He'd whatever. He'd be a great Lex Luthor. He'd be great as all these. And he's decided to go with Zordon. <laughs> well, there's a reason for that. Does uh, it have like seven zeros behind it? No, I don't know. Is it just a real big check? Um, no, the reason is he used to voice um, Power Rangers. Villains in the nineties. Oh, before he hit it big, he did. Um, and I wait. Is this post Malcolm in the Middle? No, this no, this is pre Malcolm oh. in the Middle. But uh, I also learned this from um, Cape Joel. He's a good bloke. I'll talk, I went to do a podcast with. I'll talk about it later. Okay, but go. he um he told me that Billy Cranston, who's the blue, the original Blue Power Ranger, was named after Brian Cranston. Oh my god! Yeah, so he's he's been kicking He's around. Well. The, so people are like, why would he do this? Sure. And I think that's why. Mm. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't get someone with a bigger face, like a Chickless. Chickless would have been great, yeah. Or who's the, who's Kingpin? Oh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Michael Clark Duncan, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> 27 Club. Yeah, that's Not it. true. No. So, yeah, Brian Cranston, that's Zordon. interesting, all right. Well, he'll bring a certain gravitas to it. Certainly will. Do you think I, he'll ham I, it up? I am the one who morphs, he'll say. <laughs> That's what he'll say. Very good. He doesn't know because he's Zordon. He's just a man. In, he's a head in a tube. That's right. Ultimately. Mason, it's been, a, it's been a massive week for Justice League as well. In what sense? Uh, I've got a list of shit here. So they Could you a... say any of it? I could. Great. <laughs> Do you want me to? <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay, good. Great. Listen, they opened up the set. There was a set visit. They did, Certain yeah. Certain journos. In the world of movies. Us? No. Oh. <laughs> a lot of people... Oh, you said journos. I said journos. Yeah. If you'd said certain idiots, I would have... <laughs> you would have wondered where was our invite. Yeah. Uh, so basically... Certain haters. That's right. Go yeah. over. I uh, went over to London for the Justice League set to see Ooh. what they're up to. Is that Pinewood Studios? It probably was, Governor. Where's me bloody Dickens? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Fresh in your Brexits. <laughs> Hello to our I, I feel listeners. I feel the only for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Britain voted out of the I think European everybody Union. Knows. Everybody, I'm sure everybody knows. I mean, it's only relevant to us. The question is, does that mean fewer Jason Statham movies set in Europe or more Jason Statham movies set in Europe? And I'm going to say more right. because the pound is worth less now, so he has to do more movies. That's right. Yeah. There's a bit of a panic going on, and I have my opinions, Mason, but it's probably... Keep them to yourself, mate. Breakfast, breakfast pod. Breakfast, my breakfast, 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 my breakfast Brexit yeah. pod. Mm. Okay, so uh, basically it was initially going to be two movies, and there will be a Justice League sequel in 2019, but the one that's coming in 2017 of November of mm. that year, Ooh. it's just going to be a standalone Justice League movie, mm. uh, which is probably a good idea. 
See how it goes. See how it goes. Absolutely. So the plot is uh, also going to revolve around Steppenwolf and Parademon invasion impending. Yep. Batman had 1960s a... rock group, Steppenwolf. That's right. Magic that... carpet ride. Well, Eric uh, on Twitter has said, Steppenwolf, what is Brainiac off the table? Legion of Doom, Doom unavailable. In that case, still not excited unless they get the band Steppenwolf. Oh, yeah. Then I'm on board. Yeah. So Steppenwolf is the uncle of Darkseid. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Which yeah. doesn't sound threatening. No. I mean, in a way, some uncles are very I've threatening. I've got some real shit uncles, yeah. Mason. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes they're like missing a thumb. Yeah, or that's whatever, right. And you're like, and you're like, what happened? And they won't tell they you. They won't tell you. Yeah. 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 Probably just slammed in a door. Exactly. Mm. Sometimes you think, sometimes they're like, they're trying to be cool with the kids. <laughs> that's weird. No, that's... Don't do it. Yeah, I'd rather fight Darkseid if I'm honest with you. <laughs> So, and in the process of this, Batman is inspired by Superman's sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Remember, he flew that spear into that monster. Yep. Uh, And to honor his memory, he's going to be assembling a team of justice, as it were, uh, which includes, you know, all the- Justice team. Justice team, together, first time. It's also going to have a lighter tone. Mm. And one of the scenes they detailed- was where Barry Allen meets Batman. I've heard about this scene. Uh, it seems really cool. Um, now, is this a this is a film scene? This isn't a script frame. Yes, yeah, so it's been it's been filming for a month, a couple of months, maybe. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's not finished. But oh. it's we've got this one scene, guys. <laughs> Worked real hard on it. But by all accounts, it's very kind of Spider-Man Homecoming, Iron Man yeah, kind okay. of thing. Uh-huh. So Barry Allen's very excited to meet Batman, and Batman throws a batarang, and that's how Barry Allen knows that it's. Yeah, it does seem yeah. a lot like that scene in mm. uh, Civil War. Sorry, I kicked my mic. Uh, but I don't, I don't dislike that at all. No, now, um, there, it is a lighter tone. I made a video on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a very specific request, which we will talk about oh. in a minute. But I said, look, it's it's a lighter tone, and the lighter tone is a direct response to to Batman v Superman. Sure. A lot of people are like, that's not true. That that was always going to be lighter. But I have a quote <laughs> here that says, when Batman Superman came out, I was like, wow, okay, oof. That's what Snyder said. Uh-huh. It did catch me off guard. I have to, uh, I have had to in my mind make an adjustment. I do think that the tone of Justice League has changed because of what the fans have said. Mm. So there you go. Even though maybe it was still going to be a, a brighter movie, I think it'd be naive to think that this movie isn't influenced by how Batman Superman was received. Correct. Even if you love it, which is mm. fine. It's fine and it's cool <laughs> if you love it, but you're wrong. But it's fine if you think that way. Enjoy what you like, but you're definitely wrong, but it's cool. <laughs> That's right. Mm. You should make a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, so, Well, we can make it hypercolor. Yes, we right. could. It says, if you like it, it's fine and it's cool. And then you heat it up and it's like, but you're wrong. And then you <laughs> let it, and it's like, but it's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, a big part of this whole thing was you, they never, they do set visits. That's not uncommon. But normally you don't find out what was seen until maybe like a month before the movie comes uh-huh. out. But this is, this is like 17 months out or whatever. Or maybe, maybe what are we less. getting in between? Now and then. We're getting, we're getting Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. We're getting Wonder Woman. Right, okay. So, yeah, it's not like we haven't got anything else coming. But I think this is very much, it's damage control, mm. you know? And that's okay. And not the Marvel TV series no, damage control, which we're waiting for. That's going to be, or the other, or the DC one that they're doing as Powerless? well. Powerless? Powerless, yeah. Mm. There's a couple of them coming. Okay, so uh, they, they said there's going to be like a, it's described sort of as an 
Lord of the Rings style opening where you're going to see ancient Atlanteans and Amazonians mm-hmm. because this plot is going to revolve around mother boxes. Yeah. And we did see both Steppenwolf and mother boxes in that deleted scene. We did. Batman that's true. Superman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess they act for lack of a better example. The acting is there like infinity stones. Yep. Sort of, uh-huh. I guess. <laughs> Which is fine. It's fine. It's all right, man. You, yeah. you got a bloody cosmic item. Every cool. every every universe has got its own little tropes. You That's gotta, right. You got to have certain tropes in a comic book movie. I think. You That's need, true. You need something to strive for. That's right. A gem to grab, if you will. A box to mother. Yeah. <laughs> Raise it like a hatchling. Mm. Is that right? That's how chew up work. your food and then vomit <laughs> it into their mouths. That's right. So they also talked about the costumes, which there's been some. There, they maybe some slight changes from the initial concept art because we saw in Batman v Superman we saw we saw only the Flash's head mm. in that, that post weird. in the post nightmare dream sequence we saw a second. Dream I really like that sequence. The more I think about, it, the more I liked it. Yeah, I mean, it's the context is sure all over the shop, yeah. but yeah. But he's, he's it's he's got like. It's a weird, it's, he's got a very wide head. Right. And he's got like, it looks like he's got headphones on. And he's got long, wispy hair. And he's got a mustache. <laughs> I don't know if I... From, it's, it's the future, man. Oh, that's a good point. It you weren't thinking about it being the future. That's true. In the future, you have to grow a mustache. So maybe this one will be like regular Justice League and the part, or well, not part two, the sequel will be like that future nightmare. Maybe. Kind of flashpointy kind of mm. thing. Because that would really... So maybe J.K. Simmons is going to get even more swole for the for the second one. Well, they say that he is like cartoon accurate Gordon. Great, which is super cool. The yeah. animated series, yeah, um, the nineties one. So yeah, the Flash has two costumes. One of them is Bruce Wayne points out that it's made up of like stolen NASA equipment, oh, right, uh-huh. so it doesn't like burn Heat up. Shields. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. But then Bruce Wayne gives him a new one. That's very mm-hmm. Spider Man as well, actually. Very much so. Uh, Cyborg is all CGI. Okay, so he's all ping pong ball suit. From the neck down, though, right? Neck, yeah, okay. neck down. No, from the neck up. It's, oh. <laughs> uh, it's just him in sweatpants, like an old T-shirt, <laughs> and he's got a super cybernetic head. <laughs> Wonder Woman is the same, which mm-hmm. makes sense because she's been wearing, apparently she's been wearing that costume for like 5,000 years. So obviously it's not really going to, there's not going to be much alteration in that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and Batman has like, he's got two suits. Mm-hmm. He's got like a regular Batman-y suit, but it's got like armor plating underneath. Great. And it's got a bluish tinge, Ooh. which is a bit kind of... Well, that's that's um, that's Batman pre, I guess, 1989 Batman. Yeah, that's true. But even if you look at like Jim Lee's kind of hush Batman, that's a bluish yeah, kind, of, uh-huh. kind of Batman. Uh-huh. Which, which is, do you prefer? Do you prefer a black and grey Superman? Do you prefer an all Batman? Batman? Oh, Mason, jeez. <laughs> you can't afford to make those kind of mistakes. What I mean me is do you, do, you, do you prefer a black and grey Superman when he came back from the dead? You remember that? He's in the suit with the silver ass. That's what I was talking about. I know more than you. Ha! No. Do you prefer Batman? Would you prefer a black and grey? Yeah. Do you like all black? Do you like blue and grey? I really love the Jim Lee Batman. Okay. I right. think it's one of the That's best. A look. And that was... Yeah. That was that was a dark blue and grey. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. What do you have a preference? I like very dark grey, like shell, sure. and then black gloves, black, black uh, cow. Black do you care cow. for the purple gloves that sometimes make an appearance, like it is an original comic? No, I don't like that at all. Okay, then. No. You're going to be disappointed then. Ugh. Actually, no, you won't. Okay, You're very great. happy. And he's also got an armoured suit, which is similar to what he wore in the last one, uh-huh. but he's going to have an arm brace and a leg brace. Okay. So I'm thinking... He doesn't look like he's had any injuries in Batman Superman. He seemed right. okay. So maybe that's an injury he gets earlier on in that movie. Because he loves a brace, doesn't or maybe, he? Or maybe... It's an enhanced thing? Or no, maybe after the funeral of Superman, he just 
gets back to his mansion and all of a sudden he's like, oh, oh, this bloody took it out of me. Oh, I forgot. Oh, my arm and my leg were broken in multiple places. Oh, oh, it's good to good to just just sit down and take in your multiple multiple fractures. Oh, oh, you know it is. Oh, bloody spiral fracture this one. It's not coming back for a while. Oh, it's it's Batman's equivalent of sitting down in front of the TV after a long day at work. Right, right. You're just Put like, oh, Alfred, I've been shot repeatedly. Could you get the... Oh, it's just good to have a sit down. Isn't oh, it just? I bloody love I think that's down. what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's it's post being punched by Doomsday. You're probably not wrong. Now, he's also there's a few vehicles described. Uh-huh. Uh, one is called a flying fo- fox transport, which is just like a like a ship to get a fly around the Justice League members. Do you think it's like being, a base? Do you think it's being flown by Lucius Fox? Could be. Don't uh, think so. Yeah, probably not. No. Now, wouldn't that seems like it's something it's, that's more for Batman to be like everybody yeah. into the ship and they're like, okay, okay. I mean, I mean, we we can both fly and. He can run around the whole earth in like two seconds, but yeah. we'll humor you. All right, let's get on the... Uh, another one is called the Nightcrawler. It's like the Batmobile, but it's got like spider legs. Oh. So it can go over like rough terrain. And apparently okay. when, it, when it hits the ground, yep. like the legs, it like kind of puts like a dent. You know what I mean? Okay. Now, is this this isn't the new version of the Batmobile. We've no, seen the new there, there is that, a right? Batmobile, yeah. Because yeah. uh, the last one, Superman just trashed. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty cool. But it's still got guns and missile launches or whatever. And people are like, why does it have guns? Because apparently this Batman as well, he's much happier. And he's, he's more like, I'm inspirational. And so he's just he's not firing murdering. celebratory yeah. guns into the air. That's... Well, I'm assuming that's for parademons. Yeah, okay. Because he can gun down parademons. Yeah, like, fine. that's fine. Uh, None of their mothers are called Martha, are they? <laughs> How dare you, Mason? Sorry. That's the best scene in the movie. Mm. Uh, Superman also. This is really important to me. Once again... If this turns out to be a continuation of the Tim Burton Batman movies, I'm okay with Batman killing all those people. If Just put a line in that's like, I remember the time the Joker fell off the building and he died, or whatever. Or like if Jared Leto Joker's like, you killed my father, now I'm the Joker, or whatever. I'm Joker Jr. Joker Jr., then I'll be fine with it. Because I'm like, well, that's a nat- natural escalation. Like, he's blowing up people in chemical factories and flamethrowing people with his Batmobile jets or whatever. Right, right. If, if he's just moved... Like, if you go, okay, well, multiply that by 20 years' worth of murderousness, yeah. I'm fine with it. Mm. Oh, good. I hope your dream comes true. But somebody, somebody pointed out on Twitter that in Batman and Robin, Batman says, and this is why Superman works alone. Yeah, that so, movie doesn't count. Yeah, that doesn't though. count. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I think he means the, the Nietzschean Superman. Oh, okay. That's why the Nietzschean Superman works alone. Yeah, that, that's probably what they meant. Yeah. Yeah. In that Joel Schumacher movie, Batman and Robin. Superman also, uh, Snyder was asked about his hair because famously in the comics. Yeah, when Superman comes, comes back, back from the dead. He's got a black suit with a silver S. The one that I mentioned earlier that's on right, purpose. That's right. And, in the, and when he comes back, because he's been in... Sort of a, like a stasis, stasis, little sort of suspended the animation. Matrix. His hair's grown very long. Yes, but because nobody apparently was really briefed on how he was supposed to look. Yeah, post resurrection. Yeah, they different artists depicted him slightly differently. On the, the cover, point, he's got short hair as well. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, yeah. But so, so it turned. So some artists drew him with long hair all over, and some artists drew him with a mullet. Yeah. So, and that is kind of that is that's the. The most accurate representation of comic books in the nineties, I feel. Superman <laughs> right. with a mullet. So, so we're, what we're saying is, well, Snyder said his hair uh, should be perfect, a little longer, I guess. That's what the myths are, anyway. 
I'm not yeah. trying to get the hashtag started. Hashtag mullet for Superman. Mm-hmm. How's link- that going? It's going really well. If we could get it going, folks. If you want to get that out to Zack Snyder, if you want to get that out to Henry Cavill, <laughs> yep. if you want to get that out to even Ben, whoever you want, anybody, Jeff Johns. If you want to purchase a mullet wig at like a funny novelty store and then wait outside Henry Cavill's house for him to come out and then just pounce on him, put the wig on and take a photo and send it to us, that's on you. We don't condone that. We're not saying you, not should, saying do you that. should do that. But if you did but that, look, I'll link, we'd send you a I'll T-shirt. Link you can buy a wig. We'll send a T-shirt <laughs> to your jail cell is what we'll do. Now, look, the thing is, this, like, look, you know that video I made where Batman kills all those people? Oh, sure, yeah. Like, that didn't actually have a direct impact on the movie because that came out after the movie hit filmed you know okay, what I mean? it was done it just snyder happened to have seen it and then he used and he it to justify yeah he mentioned it in passing yeah and this is the same thing like superman's hair has already been decided upon right. this is just more to annoy people because yeah, I, right. I think it's funny yeah and you know what i genuinely want to see it i Not, don't you don't want to see it no <laughs> why would it happen you know why i would hate it because they'd have to contrive a scenario it's like remember we saw x-men apocalypse like, yeah. a few weeks back and they had to justify why Professor X doesn't have hair. Like and they... My, oh, so good. No, there was... No, they balls. I'm it. giving the okay they balls, symbol. Yeah, I can see that, but it, that's also the symbol for ballsing things up. You can see the balls are right no, there. No, that's this too. Oh, two, two of okay them. Symbols. Okay, right. But they were like, oh, well, they ha-, instead of just going, oh, he got older and he lost his hair, they had to yeah. be like, psychic energy ruined his hair or whatever. So with this, they're gonna have to be, this there's going to have to be some sort of scene where he wakes up with long hair and then he's like time to cut my hair with my heat vision and then he heat visions some of it off he gets a mullet and then an emergency happens and he has to fly well it doesn't have to be a strict it can just be long all over you just make sure the long's the back's long that's what I'm talking about and if he wants to I'm not saying he has to he can slick it back and tie it into a little little ponytail at the back top knot would you like a top knot no that's that's too now what I want pigtails yeah pigtails is fine faux hawk not a fan. No, no. You a fan of the faux hawk? No. Get it out of here. All right. What if he has that that haircut that like George Clooney had in the nineties, which was sort of like Roman <laughs> the Caesar. Em- yeah, the Caesar, just down the down the front. The there. Johnny Lee Miller. Yeah, that's uh-huh. what they call that one. What if he has a different haircut in every scene? I'm okay with that too. Yeah. I think we will see the black suit. Like I genuinely I hope do. So, yeah. And I think he's. I don't know whether he will have a mullet or longer hair. I think his hair will be longer because mm-hmm. if he's in stasis or he's been dead for this long, then yeah, his hair yeah. would be longer. But I genuinely think. Henry Cavill wasn't on set. They didn't say anything about him. Apparently he's going to turn up later in the movie, but I genuinely think we're going to get that black suit. Great. And I really want to see it because I I really like that suit. Nothing makes a superhero movie great, Mm. greater than some of its parts, than putting the main character in a black suit. That's right. Endless (laughs) examples. Spider-Man 3. X-Men, all of them. All the X-Mens. Ghost Rider, he's wearing a black leather jacket. Underworld. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Ah, uh, good. How do you think they're going to wave away Clark Kent also being dead? That I was going to ask you that question. Well, in the in the comic books, they're just like he was trapped under rubble yeah. for weeks. I think they'll do that. I but they, I mean, they did literally give him a funeral. They gave him a funeral. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if they eventually get around a flashpoint, they can wipe I, all that. No, please don't do that. No, I reckon maybe they can be like, oh, the body was destroyed mangled, or whatever. We, yeah. we mangled. We thought it was Clark Kent, but it was a different body or something yeah. like that. You could even say you could even have Bruce Wayne. He put a body that looked like Clark Kent in the coffin. Right. And it's now in the... His actual body's in the Batcave or something like that. Right, right. It's fine. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. Mm. Any of that, any of that yeah. is fine. I wonder if... Because I, I wonder what the deal is with the Fortress of Solitude in this universe mm. and whether... Because it was kind of implied in Batman Superman that he comes... That he's 
repowering or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Because you see the 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 grave kind of ripple or whatever. Yeah. Or like if something's going to come and get him and put him in a stasis. Yeah. Because that's think, what it does in the. I comics, think it's going right? to be Kryptonian robots. Yeah. Yeah. Or. But he dad. doesn't have a fortress of solitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because. Bloody Lex Luthor hijacked it, and yeah, I you, they might even put a scene where that ship, right, in Metropolis, you know, takes off and right. flies off, and they're like, "Where did it go?" And then, it, but the chucks a bloody Yui, chucks a Yui, exactly, and chucks goes, a Yui, and then it sends a bot, and then it collects the body and right. takes off. You know, yeah, fair you enough. Know what I'm talking about. Do you think well, there's any chance we'll see? I don't think that we will, but any other Superman, you know, like oh, like a cyborg yeah, Superman, yeah, ooh. I think that's too complicated for a movie where you've got parademons and all this. And yeah. the way they've set it up, it just doesn't seem like... No. I don't love the death of Superman. I like bits of it. I like the black suit. I love the mullet. Yeah. Hashtag mullet What happened Superman. to... What happened to, in Man of Steel? What mm. happened to Superman's rocket ship? Was it still in the barn? Oh, yeah, it is actually. Yeah, it gets... Um, Fayora, like, opens it to see if the code is That's right, okay. And that's the last because, okay, because so basically the, the origin of the cyborg Superman is... Right. It's the guy. It's this guy, Hank Henshaw. Mm. It was like a like a, a Fantastic Four gone wrong. Yeah. Him and his wife and some other scientists go into space. They're mm. hit with, like, radiation. Right. They come back down to Earth, and he loses... Kind of, his body disintegrates, but then he can transfer himself into computer systems. Nice. And so eventually, after Super, he becomes evil, and after Superman defeats him a couple of times, he, like, sends his consciousness into... Superman's rocket ship, which right. Superman's thrown into orbit, so nobody can right, right. find it. And then he uses the DNA and the Kryptonian technology to turn himself into Cyborg Superman and come back down. Do we get that fully fleshed out in The Death of Superman? How do you mean? Like, because in the Death of Superman comic, is that fully explained where he's come yes, from? Yes, but not at the time. Okay, like, so it, yeah, so I mean, like, after... Yeah, after the a, fact, okay, yeah. Okay, right, right. Initially, he just shows up and he says, it's me, Superman, I've been injured. Yeah. I've got cyborg parts where I was injured in my fight with Doomsday, but it's me again. Yeah. And the president's like, sure thing, Superman. You look above board. I like your half-skeletal face. I like your robot arm that turns into a laser gun. <laughs> Great work, buddy. Classic Superman. Oh, so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I look, so, so that's the thing. We'd have to, you'd have to build in, they'd have to do it on such a, like a thin timeline because right, they'd have right. to be like, okay, here's a guy, here's somebody who was working with Kryptonian technology and he falls into a vat of Kryptonian technology, right, and then right. he comes out of cyborgs. Whatever, like, sure. There's too much. There's too much work to it. Yeah, yeah. All in all, this sounds like a much more kind of hopeful, lighthearted movie. Mm-hmm. That's what they seem to be going for. Yep. I don't have any problem with that. Yeah. Uh, if you like dark superhero movies, that's fine. But and the it's thing cool. is, no, that it is okay to have a dark superhero. Yeah, I think movie. so. Like Deborah Snyder even said, look, what we learned from it is people don't like deconstructed superheroes. Disagree. But, yeah, I, Watchmen. Like yeah. that is that Kickass. Like there's, you literally did a there's movie. There's so many. Zach Snyder, yeah. you literally did a yeah. movie about it. Both of those are great. Yeah. Well, in my opinion. Yeah. So I just think the deconstruction didn't work. Some people. Someone said to me on Twitter or maybe in the comments that first you have to kind of build the superheroes before you deconstruct yeah. them, and they didn't really build up Superman before they kind of broke him down. Yeah. Yeah. The I mean the reason that Watchmen works on film is because. He had a very definitively like he, yeah. he was working directly from what is essentially storyboards in the Watchmen comic book. Yes, you can't deviate yes. from any of it, otherwise it doesn't make sense. That's right. But with BVS, he was like, I'll just take a bit of this and a bit of this and a bit of this because there's no clearly defined. Yeah, yeah. There's no. They keep changing the way that Batman and Superman meet in the comic book, so right, it's always right, yeah. you know, 
Mm. Sometimes they meet on a sailboat. Or Sometimes whatever. they meet on a sailboat. That's <laughs> or, my favorite one. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also think it's, I don't know. I don't buy the excuse as well. I don't really, I don't want to get into this. That like <laughs> Superman, he shouldn't be held responsible because it was, fir- it was his first day and he's just learning what was he supposed to do. But the thing is, Batman turns up in this world fully established as Batman. There is no reason why you can't do that for Superman or have Man of Steel exist. And by the time Batman Superman rolls around, he is Superman. Right. And the way that I see Superman is, I didn't believe that the audiences, that sorry, that the people in that movie of that world would like or trust this guy. Mm. And it's okay for people in that world to be distrustful of him, but you need the audience looking in to, to, know to, to trust. Guy. Yeah, exactly. You need, you the need... same way that Spider-Man works. Yeah. Everybody, not everybody, a lot of people hate Spider-Man in that movie, but you watching that movie, yeah. you know that he's not a you bad want, person. You, exactly. And I don't you go, feel that. You're always, yeah. you're always rooting for him and going like, come on, J. Jonah Jameson, see you the need, other side of exactly, this or whatever. Yeah. And then eventually the people are like, we're, we're from New York and we support <laughs> you, Spidey. That's right, yeah. We're throwing rocks. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, great stuff. Uh, look, you know what? None of this is bad news. Mm-hmm. How's Suicide Squad looking? I think it, I think it'll be good. I genuinely think it will be good. Mm. Do you think it will be good? Looks pretty good. Good. I'm looking forward to the Joker's outfits. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Credit to them. They've clearly learned. Do not spoil the entire plot in the trailer. Yes. It's nearly. When's it coming out? August. That's a long way away still. Like two months. <laughs> okay. What are we? Yeah, it's like June. Mm-hmm. All right. Calm down. All right. Jeez. <laughs> what? When in Ju- When in August? When? I want to say twenty years. Oh, it's so late. I can look it up for you. No, don't do, it now. I'll do I'll it later. I'll do it. I don't mind, yeah. Mason. Okay, great. You just have a drink of this wine. Oh. <laughs> oh here we go. August four. Even better. Oh. Even closer than you or I thought. Nice. Good. That's great. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of <laughs> mother. Or. Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, NYX, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects.
Uh, now, we're going to talk Independence Day. Mm-hmm. I was on a podcast earlier this week. It's called the Else World Exchange. You can find it over the Comic Book comic pop youtube channel okay or on itunes uh it's, it's linked below where it's uh myself self from comic pop and joel from uh capes joel uh where we talked about the kind of the history and some of our favorite uh summer blockbusters oh yeah and how it's kind of evolved over the years what's your favorite summer blockbuster then probably jurassic park yeah yeah, I yeah. Say. that's that's it's the big one and it's got a lot it's got so much nostalgia on it yes and the, Oh, sorry, go on. I was going to say, I don't think Independence Day has that. No. Like, people loved it at the time. Yeah. People haven't been clamoring for a new no, one. No, and that's mm. kind of been reflected in a lot of the responses to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it's really cool, and it's, um, it, was, it was really good fun. So Elseworlds Exchange. Elseworlds Exchange. Pick, uh, Love it. Check it, out, check it out below. Subscribe to both those guys, Mason, even okay. though you won't even subscribe to me, even though every day I send you a text, a reminder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's never done it. Yeah. My heart breaks. Let's talk Independence Let's Day. Let's do though. it. Independence Day resurgence. resurgence. Oh, no. Uh, no, no, no. Look, <laughs> I just have a quote here. Yes. And I want to see what you think. Okay, I'm Roland ready. Emmerich has said uh, that a lot of the uh, comic book movies have kind of copied his formula. Uh-huh. This is what he said. I felt like when some of them... Roland Emmerich, by the way, directed Independence Day yep. and this and 2012, a whole lot of crap in between. Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Something about Some. like, a Shakespeare one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, Godzilla 98. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, I felt like when I saw some of these Marvel or uh, movies or DC movies um, from Warner's, I felt, oh, my God, that looks familiar to me. Why is Superman um, bashing so many buildings? I was actually warned by Steven Spielberg that this would happen. He saw Independence Day. He said that Independence Day uh, would be the most imitated film for the next 20 years, and he was right. Smart man. Do you think mm. that these superhero movies parallel the work of Roland Emmerich. No. <laughs> Not even a little bit. You can't copyright buildings falling over. Well, do you remember all those disaster you know who movies? Inve- you know who invented it? World War II. Oh, yeah. World War II <laughs> invented buildings falling over. And earthquakes invented buildings falling over. Do you remember over. all those, like, you, you got your towering inferno and, like, the earthquake disaster movies in the 70s? Mm. There was a whole lot of that. Do you remember that? There was yeah. a big kind of thing. Yeah. And Independence Airport, Day. Airport, 77. That's right. Airport, 75. <laughs> Probably other ones. Independence Day brought that, modernised it. That's why the movie Airplane is called Flying High in Australia. Mm. Most people were like, why is is it called Airplane? Because we don't know what an airplane, because we say aeroplane. It's not. It's because Mm. it came in the wake of all those airport movies, Uh. which started not doing as well. And so they're like, we don't want to confuse people into thinking it's an airline disaster movie. Let's call it Flying High. Let's call it Flying High. Woo! Doobies. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so look, yeah, um, buildings fall. I'm not. I'm not saying some of that technology that was pioneered in those movies. Oh, sure, isn't used. Look, and I think maybe in, in terms of spectacle. Yeah, like, and it's. I guess in terms of its spectacle with a villain behind it. Yes, I guess in in ter- that like he kind of pioneered that. And like, if you think of like an air pl- airport movie or some movie with about. Towering Infernos or whatever. Right. It's just fa- the villain is faulty wiring. But I would say most of his movies, except for the Independence Day films, there is no villain. Correct. It's just like the ice is coming to get you. Yeah, or whatever. Right. And The villain I- is man in a lot of cases. That's right. But only inadvertently because we didn't recycle. <laughs> no. And I, as I've said multiple times, I just have a massive disdain. You hate them. For movies that just, it's just buildings falling down. Uh-huh. I just cannot. And that's why I'm... Sort of, I'm okay with Independence Day because there is a plot and there's, you know, yeah. there's charisma behind it. Uh-huh. And 
there's a bit of a story. Ultimately, in the, in those movies like the 2012s and the Day After Tomorrow, mm. whatever, the villain or the San Andreas, the villain is just somebody who won't participate in the rescue efforts or evacuate a thing. Yeah, yeah. something. It's, it's, <laughs> the villain is just somebody who's in it for themselves. Yeah, which and they're all the same. Like at the start, they'll go to like a facility and they're like, "Can you believe these readings? This is off the chart!" Like every uh-huh. time, and then they go to. Show the Pentagon, and the Pentagon's like, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> the world's fine, and this <laughs> volcano won't explode or whatever. I'm throwing this styrofoam coffee cup <laughs> in the garbage. I do what I like. I oh, know I'm dead now. That's right. And then you know Jake Gyllenhaal or John Cusack, whoever was right, mm. and then it's. I know he was a limo driver in that one, wasn't he? What, what's the what, What's the last thing Cusack did? I was just thinking about Cusack the other day. He doesn't do a lot. Doesn't of Doesn't do a lot stuff. of things. He wasn't in. Hot Tub Time Machine 2. He was, actually. Oh, he was very, very briefly. briefly. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, he was. Mm. Um, Idiot. I was just thinking the other day, because he's a very underrated on-screen combatant. We've right. had this conversation before. Because in Gross Point Blank. Yeah, that's a great he's, movie. He's a great movie. He was in also War? in a movie, War Incorporated. Some good hand-to-hand stuff. Very good that. hand-to-hand. Yeah. Where he's, he's, again, he's he's Martin Blank in all but name yeah, in, yeah. in War Incorporated. So if, you haven't, if you've seen Gross Point Blank and you like it, you should see that one. Yeah, it's not also, as good. But Hillary Duff puts a scorpion in her vagina or something. Remember that? <laughs> and it, it's, it's his daughter, it turns out? Who's, who's to say? Spoiler alert. No way, no way of knowing. There's no way of knowing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're going to go spoil, uh, non-spoilers and spoilers for Independence Day. Not that it matters. Mm. But Mason, what do you think the story was? Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I thought of that earlier and I'm like, oh, I should think of what the story was and then... How about I'll start you off? Okay. It's been 20 years. Yeah. And now it's the sequel to Independence Day. <laughs> we did it, guys. It's but no, so it's it's twenty years. It's it's the year twenty sixteen. Yep. But in the world, where it's on the Earth where aliens invaded in nineteen ninety six. Yes. So since those since humanity defeated the aliens, they've incorporated all the alien technology into their world. Correct. So it's now a somewhat more futuristic world. Yes. In the sense that we have. Large televisions. A base on the moon. Base on the moon. Helicopters without blades. That go... And that's pretty much Planes it. that have got... Jet fighters that have got glowy things and shoot lasers. interfaces. Ah, uh, iPads. <laughs> they don't have Apple logos on them. Don't they? I don't think so. No Apple in Just this blank. one. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Mm. Um, no, that's it. And yeah, then they come back, don't they? They do come back. With an even bigger or a ship. Yeah. Now, people... I've seen a lot of reviews where people are like, they hate this. Uh-huh. Did you hate it? I didn't hate it. Yeah. I didn't hate it. My initial reaction was indifference. Yes. I've had some time to think about it because we saw it on Tuesday, Tuesday right? And yeah. it's now Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Which it seems like a bloody lifetime ago. <laughs> but in in that time, I'm like, no, I had a, quite a bit of fun in this movie. You know what it is, though? It's, again, having not seen a Roald and Emmerich film in quite a long time. Right. It, I mean, except for Independence Day, which we saw like the day before. <laughs> There's a commentary track. There is. Link on, on the band Vandercamp. Yeah. Um, and Patreon. We, it, it feels a lot like a Roland Emmerich film, and I do feel like the time of the Roland Emmerich film has passed. At no I think point, he feels that. <laughs> at, at no point did I feel like I wasn't watching a movie. Every second of this, I'm like, oh yeah, this movie's going along, isn't it? Now, now this movie thing, now this movie trope will happen. Right. This person's gonna. This person standing here looking like they're about to deliver some movie dialogue. <laughs> Somebody's going to deliver a moving movie speech, et cetera, et cetera. Somebody's right, going right. to make a movie sacrifice. Like, it's at no point am I going to be surprised by anything in this movie. And I wasn't, <laughs> but it was pretty fun. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fun of the next men apocalypse? Ooh, yes. Okay. Mm. See, I, it's, it's not a great movie by any stretch, uh-huh. but I, I'm, 
I'm in the opinion where something can just be okay. Uh-huh. Like to me, Batman, Superman is okay. Uh-huh. This is okay. X-Men Apocalypse <laughs> is okay. Yeah. It doesn't... Ha- it, not everything is terrible or amazing. Uh-huh. And I guess that's the point of our rating system. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm, not, that, don't get me wrong. If you hated mm-hmm. this... Yeah. Hey man, you hate it. That's that's mm-hmm. that's, that's okay. If you fine. woke up having seen this, mm. if you woke up in the cinema and it was on, would you stay or would you leave? Again, yes. No, I would leave. You'd leave, okay. Yeah. But right. if it was the first time, yeah, I would. I would say my enthusiasm for it waned as it kind of went on. Like uh-huh. initially, yep. I was like, I'm well on board for yep. this. Let's talk about the new cast. Mm-hmm. You got a bloody Hemsworth. You yeah, do. Yeah. I thought he did a pretty good kind of Will Smith yep. kind of uh-huh. thing. Yeah. He had some quips. Uh-huh. He had a good little friend. You have a little friend, yeah, a fun little friend. The Will Smith's son. Uh, not in real life. Not in real life, thank God. Mm. Uh, people are like, he's a bloody charisma vacuum and whatever. I thought he was, he's not Will Smith mm-hmm. in not the 96 version. Yeah. He's, he doesn't have like a third of the charisma of that. It'd be weird if we, he, if it'd be weird if they just threw in a guy who sounded <laughs> yeah. and acted exactly like Will Smith. Right, right. right. But yeah. I thought he did okay. That being said, I, d- I didn't think you need Hemsworth and Will Smith Jr. I don't I want to brag, but I've just been followed by Original Pancake Kitchen on Instagram. <laughs> is that a good thing? I don't know. I don't know what that is. Uh, there's a Chinese girl. Correct. They swap out the president's daughter. Yep. Because it's originally, as we slowly... Here's a quiz for you. Us. How many Chinese pop stars do you think are in this film? Oh, that's a very good question. They, yeah. Like, did they transform her it? Because uh, there's a lot of react. Because what they basically do, spoiler alert, it's in the trailer. They take a big Chinese city and they drop it on London. <laughs> yeah, they I don't do. Know which one? Yeah. But uh, yeah, and there's a lot, a lot of time spent on one particular guy. There's in a, a cab, guy in the back of a cab, and he and he's looks got, pop star. He's got headphones beats. in, and there's music playing. Yeah. And then he's, he's like, listening. "What's what's going on? What's happening?" And then he looks back, and the city's exploding. I would be, I would be willing to bet a lot of money that that guy is a Chinese pop star and he's listening to his own song <laughs> oh, on headphones. You were, yeah, you, you, yeah. you were definitely not wrong, mm. but you might be. Maybe. Uh, Side note: yeah. I also uh, this week I also watched Now You See Me Two. Oh, with uh, Nicholas J. Jones yes, Jameson. My, yeah, with my friend Nicholas J. Johnson. We're going to do a podcast on it uh, pretty soon. He's got oh, a podcast you called. That, you did it last time. Yeah, oh, we, yeah, he's got a podcast called Scammer Palooza. Sweet and. If you haven't seen it, Now You See Me 2 is much bigger and dumber than the previous one. Right. But I did enjoy it primarily because I was watching it with an actual magician <laughs> who had his head in his hands the whole time <laughs> while watching it. And that made me enjoy it all the That's more. That's true. Sometimes when somebody hates something more than you, yeah. it it's, yeah. makes it fun. But one, there is a supporting character in it who is a Chinese pop star. <laughs> And Great. I'm like, is that guy a Chinese pop star? And he's like, yeah, it is. How does he know? Because uh, he's a Chinese pop star who's also an amateur magician. That's what I like to yeah, hear, mate. Right? Uh-huh. He's there, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, that's right. He can do it all. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, what about the old cast? Goldblum's back. He is. Better than ever. Could have used more of him, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, you think you're I think right. you could have hung this movie on him. Mm, okay. And he would have been. I mean, they're probably like, he's 60. You know, <laughs> maybe kids won't like him. Yep. But he's... Easily the best character mm-hmm. in this movie, yeah. right? Yeah, and he just seems like he's just kind of yeah, he's got the, his he way does have the it. most charisma, yeah. But that's a charisma of decades in the whole. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? That's not in a certain. You know, he's got that. He's got that certain something, man. That's why he's a star. That's why he was the star of the Fly. That's right. Remake, <laughs> along with a Fly. That's right, along with a Fly. Uh, Vivica A. Fox is briefly. She's in it. well, yeah. She she has graduated from being a stripper in the first movie to. A medical doctor or nurse? I think she's she, wearing a white coat. So I think she's, she's the doctor. head of a ward. Yeah, so I think she's a doctor who is also the head of 
like surgery at the hospital. Right, I right. Think. I, I'm, I'm imagining. Anyway, she, good on her. <laughs> I think she was in the bloody like she was in the the kids ward, like the baby ward. Ah, oh, okay, right. She was like, get this pregnant woman out of here mm. at all costs. I'll fall off a building. Spoiler alert: she dies. <laughs> She's dead. Uh, mm. Brett Spiner. Mm-hmm. Are you saying Brett or Brent? Brett. It's Brent. Is it? Like a David Brent. Like David Brent. Mm-hmm. Man, I've been saying that wrong for years. Oh. Sorry, everybody. And I'm a massive Tatar fan as well. Mm. Uh, what do you think of him? <laughs> uh, look, here's the thing. Right. I found most of the supporting characters thoroughly annoying. <laughs> you know what? He had a sidekick. Right? That should not have been in that movie. Why, do you, why is that? <laughs> Oh, I I was thinking, is he was he in the last one? Or I didn't see him because it's like remember all the memories we've had. I have no memory of him from the me neither. Movie, he right? might be in it, uh-huh. but what did I see? Somebody said that he was like he's either a producer or a writer on this movie, so they're like let's put him in because he's probably a good bloke in real life. But that does not translate. Oh, yeah, okay, the, I get it. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they wrote it like he had some. They had some incredible history together. Yeah, but I have no memory of that. Yeah, no. And yeah. he didn't even. I mean, you can write that in, and you can feel that. But I didn't. Yeah, I felt like Jeff Goldblum and his love interest had more history than those two. Yeah, right. Because by the spoiler alert, his wife died of cancer. I think like five years before this or something. Do you think it was alien based? Yeah, probably. Yeah, almost certainly. I mean, or fly based. Probably all those weird glowing rings that they put on everything. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, honey, I've just bought this new microwave with a big glowing green ring on it. It's got alien technology in it. Stand near it. Yeah, just stand really close. <laughs> Judd Hirsch? Looking exactly the same as he did in 1996. How he does he do it? Sh- he should have died in that wave. Because he really... He's, if I had to cut a side story from it... It would be, be him his, doing, yeah. his, doing his Judd Hirsch thing. And I like him a lot. Uh-huh. But... Didn't like any of that. He's 19 years older than Jeff Goldblum. Oh, really? Yeah. So he so could be his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, you can. I guess you can father a kid once you hit puberty, as you discovered. Yeah. <laughs> and now. <laughs> and of course, the president returns. Yeah, the president. I mean, sure, there's probably been presidents since then. I doubt it. Mm. Yeah, but he's and so there's been some residual effects from. The aliens have a psychic connection to people that they've had close contact with. Yes. Bill Pullman or Paxton, uh, <laughs> Brett Spiner, yeah, uh, a warlord. Yep. Just anybody who's kind of uh, yeah been near them. Uh-huh. Did you like that or were you like, it's a bit convenient to be like, here's some plot that we can convey to you through our minds? Well, uh, yeah, look. It's weird that they've got that footage of the president's speech on the alien home ship. <laughs> right. right. Look, and again, I think, yeah, like it... In in a in a real film, <laughs> no, but I mean in a, like a modern day film, right? And in a, in a movie that came out in 2016, you wouldn't have that. You wouldn't. The psychic connection is too convenient, and it's really sold as you really feel that it's very convenient the whole time. Right. right I was right. never like, oh, this. You know, I'm always like, yeah, you've written this in to further the plot. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But in a Roland Emmerich film, that in this Roland Emmerich film from 1997 that they just unearthed in 2016, <laughs> which is this film, I guess it's fine. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it do, it did feel very throwbacky. What did you think about the um the like the 2016 aesthetic that they had kind of created? It didn't look very fun. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't look that fun, and it only seemed to be in America. Okay. Yeah, Every other city pro- seemed yeah, to be just about the same. the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was a global conflict, as we know. Yeah. I'm sad that the Sydney Opera House was destroyed. 
that, yeah. that building I've never been to. You've never been to it? No, never. I've seen it from the outside. Great. But I've never been into it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever will. Yeah, no, I, I thought there was kind of some missed opportunity. I thought we were going to get more interesting variations. No, all we got was faster spaceships and everybody's got a laser. <laughs> yeah. No, that laser wasn't even alien tech that they used. Oh, it was just regular. Brent Spiner just had it. Oh, it yeah, that's like, okay, yeah. Let me get me 96 laser. No, but I mean, like, everybody's got like a... Like oh, a blaster, like, a, like an alien blaster yeah, rifle. Yeah, right? fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was some other stuff that uh, they updated the aliens a little bit. I like the upgrades to the alien stuff. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. The giant ship you're talking about? Or uh, I'm talking about like personal... the, the alien kind, of, the the alien shock troopers, like the kind right, of the right. ground troops looked good. Yeah, it makes sense. They've they've had 20 years to. It was the same thing as the the Jurassic Park sequels, in particular the third one, mm-hmm. where they look different. From the original, yep, because obviously special effects have advanced, but they're supposed to be like the same aliens. Right, there's okay. more detail on them and more strangly yes. little bits coming off them, stringly strangly bits. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Some of the designs look great. We'll get into it in spoilers, but there's one particular design that I enjoyed a lot. I will talk about yeah. that with you. Uh, special effects in general, though, Fine. A, lot, a lot of shit going on, isn't <laughs> yeah, there? especially uh-huh. towards the end. A lot of movement, salt flats, yeah. aerial dogfights. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Uh, is there anything else to talk about? I think you've either seen this movie or you don't care. Yeah, I guess that's true. Was it funny? I'll answer no. that. No. It wasn't funny. <laughs> Were there jokes in it? Yes. Were any of them funny? No. I feel like, yeah, in the first one, there was some funny jokes, maybe? Mm, yeah. But I can't name one. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> that's not to say they weren't there. Yeah. Best or worst movie, Mason? Uh... I'm going to go with worst movie ever. Oh, like really? I had some fun with it. Yeah, but you wouldn't Pretty recommend fun. it. Wouldn't go back again. Wouldn't I would leave if I woke up in the yeah, cinema. Yeah, yeah. You'd leave. Yeah. Oh, if you were in it again. Yeah, right, okay. I think that's my yardstick now. Would I stick around for it again? No. Yeah, I wouldn't not. stick around for it again. That being said, it's okay. Mm. So I guess I have to say best. But look, say best yeah, and also, look, yeah. I, there are a lot of good movies out right now that I haven't seen. Yeah. In Hunt for seen. the Wilder People. Yeah, Hunt for really the Wilder I haven't seen that. the Nice Guys yet. Yeah, me neither. Mm. God damn it. Let's do it tomorrow. Nah. I'm busy tomorrow. I'm not. I'm busy tomorrow. <laughs> uh, you know what I think it is? I, maybe it's, this is why people hate okay movies. Yeah. If you put down 10, 20 bucks or pound or euro mm-hmm, or whatever, sure. wherever you're from. If you put down 20 Brexits. Yeah, that's right. But if you go to see a movie and it's just okay, yep. you've wasted your money, essentially. Correct, yes. So I guess I can understand it from that perspective. Mm. Maybe it's because we're so rich from all these podcasting that we do. Absolutely. That, that money is nothing to us. Mm. We throw it away, then we collect it because we nice. need it to live. Yeah. All right, spoilers. Okay. Judd Hirsch, what was that? The kids. Was that crap. They're hanging out with the kids. So Unnecessary. Cut it out. Oh. Pointless. Completely pointless. Too many coincidences. Too many coincidences. And the only reason they exist is because they can show up mm. and... He could be like, what are you doing, Jeff Goldblum? And Jeff Goldblum's like, Dad. Dad. Get out of the salt flats, Dad. Dad. We're trying to make something happen here, Force Dad. 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 Uh, also, slightly... Uh, Dad. I was gonna, oh, that's what I was going to say. This is non-spoilery, but some people probably haven't switched off yet. Uh, it, this one felt a lot more like a video game. Did you feel that? Because it's very shiny? No, it looks but like also, a cutscene? No, but also because, like... There was a yeah, it did look a lot like a cutscene, but oh, there was, like there's a boss, there's a boss, and there was a lot of <laughs> there's like, a weak spot, there's a weak spot, and you've got a they've got a there's if it, 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 the the movie never really to me the movie yeah. never really established how any of the alien technology worked mm. in the sense that in the first movie everything's got an indestructible force field on it, you yeah. can't breach the force field, so now we have to go and we have to upload a virus 
and then they won't have the shields, then right, we can right. shoot them down, and then we blow up the mothership or whatever. Yeah. But the rules were there. But in this, the rules are never really established. No. Because every, like, the, the bad guys have force fields and energy weapons. The good guys have energy weapons and some degree of force fields. And it's like, okay, so what happens when an Earth energy weapon hits an alien shield? Yeah. We never really... Well, never really... they can, I guess they can knock them out. Right. Because the queen... Has yeah, a right. Energy uh-huh. shield. Yeah, and but it's never really so. She's just at the end. They're just blasting away at it. They're yeah. like, now the shield's down. What? How? What? Chipping away. Just chipped away at it. How did we know? Because that's that's how it felt. Video game. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, and that's the worst. I hate a boss battle where you have to ch- chip <laughs> right, away at a yeah. shield, then the shield goes away, and then you have to hammer the weak spot. Then the chest opens up. Then the and, che- can... and then the shields come back, and you have to chip away at the shields yeah, again. Yeah, no. I hate them. I yeah, hate him. I can't disagree. So with why that. would you put that in anyway? Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, to me, it never established. Mm. It's difficult for me to follow on this narrative if I'm like, well, why don't they? Don't well, I guess know. it should be because in the first one, like bullets, nukes, any kind of earth weapons couldn't penetrate a shield. Yep. But in this one, if you're using alien tech, then I guess you can eventually penetrate the shield. Yeah, right. I guess that's the rule. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that's okay. Two it's okay's a, though. Yeah, that's you know right. What I, mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> what else were we talking about? Um, oh, so the, but the alien queen, I thought looked really good. Yeah, great design, right? I, mm-hmm. I did like that. The whole stomping around the salt flats, and yeah, huh? she comes out of the ship and bloody uh-huh. runs about, and now she yeah. lays the trap for them. And mm-hmm. I liked all that stuff, like inside the ship, and you see they're harvesting food and whatever. And right, you know what uh-huh. I, mean? I, I enjoyed all of that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it was, yeah, I can't disagree with that. It's a bit video game. And you know how they shot her in the back and then the front opens up and she right. spills out of it, which w- was an established weakness of the species. But I yeah, don't think in, anybody... In the movie... T- yeah, nobody but- told Liam Hemsworth that. That's true. Yeah. yeah I mean, he just, knew. he just bloody lucked out, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I've got a... Uh, this is from Sean. Oh, yes. Sorry, this is from... Uh, he does have something to say, though. I'll, just, I'll tell... I'll give Sean... A lot tweet. of Seans don't have anything to say, but luckily this Sean has something to say. Independence Day, bracket spoiler, felt more like a video game movie than Warcraft. Thank you. Even has narration. Mm. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Uh, Charmuth says, ID2, dumb fun, but best movie ever for me. Did you like the bit where they got out of being in, in a hive by flying up? <laughs> yes, I loved it. <laughs> it was the best bit. Yeah. I don't. What else are we saying about this? Uh, what did you think of the weird sphere, the sphere alien? I thought it was interesting, but they didn't utilize what it could do. It had like knowledge of the universe, mm-hmm. and we heard that it had knowledge of the universe, and we briefly saw it, but we didn't get to see it. Yeah. It was just kind of like, kill me, <laughs> give up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, this movie also felt like we're gonna do three more of these kind of thing. Yeah, I right? don't know whether they will. No, I don't think they will. But uh, but, yeah. but it, it, it that that's that's its that was its one concession I feel to modern movie making is they're like we have got to build in some franchise points to this. And the first one definitely didn't have that. No, absolutely. That was it. Was it was one and done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this one felt like okay, well we've got to establish that there's a there's a, a planet and it's got. The, other rebel races on it, and we're going to defeat these. I think the way you rescue this franchise, if you do a sequel, again, I didn't hate this, but mm-hmm. you can't do this again. If you're going to make this, well, they even said that in <laughs> in the movie. They're like, we can't defend against these aliens again. Let's take the fight to the streets mm. of the space streets. Yeah. So there's a planet. Streets. There's a planet where all the greatest minds or whoever's left in the galaxy to fight against the aliens uh-huh. who aren't really aren't given a name live. And they're gonna, and Earth's gonna lead that attack. Right. Yeah. 
even though they should. I mean, I didn't think their plan was so revolutionary that nobody else in the galaxy could have thought of that. Mm. They were just like, yeah, we'll blow up the ship from the inside. Mm. And you know, and the, but the sphere's like, you'll never defeat it. You, you suck. You're, none of you are good at anything. <laughs> just give up. Kill me, please. <laughs> but then at the end... Well, why did you even show up? Yeah, I know. Like, just, just fly into the sun. I mean... <laughs> I'm here to give you a warning, but no help whatsoever. You'll have to come up with your own plan. <laughs> that probably won't work. Mm. Yeah. That being said, the idea of taking this to space does excite me a little bit. Mm, when, yeah. No, when I say excite me, I mean I would definitely see it. Right. And probably not even just because I'd have to see it for this show. Uh-huh. I think, though, you'd have to get Will Smith back to get everybody back yeah. on board. And you know what? I think this sequel would have benefited from not getting Roland Emmerich back to getting fresh eyes on it. I agree. I And somebody, I've spoken to people since who've said, like, I kept expecting Will Smith to show up right, in some yeah, form yeah. or another. Yeah, because they say he's dead and he died in a crash. But if there's all these other aliens in the world and you see that ball come out of a weird wormhole. Yeah, uh-huh. So they could have easily just grabbed him out of that ship and he's yeah, on that planet exactly. defending whatever. They could have done it Free Jack style. Yeah. Where they got Emilio Estevez and they took him from the moment of his death through time to Mick Jagger's house in the movie Free Jack. We still have to do that episode about the future where the time... Oh, definitely. ...where it's already happened. I would love to. Mm. That would be my greatest joy. Mm-hmm. But I think but I think if you brought back Will Smith uh-huh. and the... And because that would be kind of like your Vin Diesel and your Paul Walker coming back to Fast and Furious, Furious moment. Uh-huh. If they just threw a whole lot of money at him, because that's apparently one of the major reasons why he didn't do it. In hindsight, he's probably like, "I'm glad I didn't do mm, that." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I think you could resurrect this franchise with a different director and bring you back Will Smith. Okay, but they and probably won't. Heaps of sweet aliens. Yeah. Like and different. Like it, it, you know what? It kind of bored me to a certain point where all we really had was like. Everybody's got a blaster. Yep. All the ships have little blasters, and all the like the alien ships and the human weapons have that have that weapon where it's just the green beam, yep. and it targets something, and then it shoots a ball of light, and then that's the weapon. Like boring. Give give us some more interesting weapons. Give us, sure. give us some. Give us more interesting alien. More force fields. Please. Aliens technology. More of that. <laughs> I would rather rather than see a sequel to this. I'd rather just see another season of Stargate SG One. <laughs> Because that was fun. That was more well, fun. Well, not going to happen. Roland Emmerich is going to do another Stargate. He is? Yeah. I don't want to say that. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen that first movie or all of it. The TV series is quite TV good. series I've seen. The movie is of, yeah. a little dull. And yeah. by a little dull, I mean very dull. Yeah, but, but the, the TV series did not take itself very seriously. They say it was the gods of Egypt of its day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and how. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Anything else? You sound thoroughly unimpressed, but not offended. Yeah, no, I was not offended. Yeah. I, sh- I feel I should have been offended. Yeah, but you know what? I just, I knew that this was going to, I was looking forward to it, but I'm like, what do you expect? Right. Like, it's not going to, ha- it's not going to have the pioneering special effects mm. of the original. Yep. It's like a new Indiana Jones, like the, when the new one came out, like, you're not going to get the same thing. Right. You're going to get, well, yeah, sorry, you are going to get the same thing, but you're not going to feel the same seeing it. Right, yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's. Yeah, things have kind of moved on from when this movie came out. That being said, I did kind of feel the same insofar as I saw the the first one on Monday, and I'm like, <laughs> ugh, movies have really movies have really moved on since then. Yes. And then I saw the sequel, and I'm like, this guy hasn't moved on <laughs> since then, really. Now that I think about it, should we skip ahead 
not skip ahead. Should we just move into the next segment of the show? Well, do we have anything else left to say about the movie? I don't. Uh, you know what? But I'll listen to you if you've got the, uh, to The say. only one thing that I thought of just now is that in the movie, this 3,000-mile-wide spaceship lands on Earth. All right, and then they're like, yeah. and then and then the president, you know, the scientists are like, well, if we defeat the alien mothership, then it'll 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 fly, fly away home. into space, and then it'll go home. It's like, would it? Th- yeah, and it, that <laughs> felt so contrived. And I much would have much rather we defeated the aliens, and then all of a sudden we have a three thousand mile wide <laughs> spaceship stuck on Earth. Just it's it's there now. It's a that would have been really right? interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this world, it's not our world. So it no, doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. You do do yeah, anything not, you want. You're not ruining it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it felt kind of, the whole thing felt kind of limited in scope, yeah. given that it's a world where you can do anything. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. That is a very video game kind of, I don't know, we'll go Yeah, home. exactly. Defeat it and they'll fly away. Yeah. Also, is it all, it's the same race, I guess, from the like the alien race from the first one. Seems to be. Nah, it's, I, was gonna, I nearly had a thought about it, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care anymore, really. <laughs> I got one more thing to say. Okay, I'm Bill ready. Paxton or Pullman. Yeah. I thought his chin would be weaker under that beard. But it was great. He's been looking after Looked himself great. that bloke. Yeah. And you also thought that somebody would have a more a, a stirring speech. We didn't get a stirring speech in this really. The president has a kind of moment in the hangar where he's like, hey, listen, mm. we, there was also aliens once and this is the <laughs> same sort of. I mean, I think be- we could do it. I mean, they're better now and... They've they've wrecked all of our stuff. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Except for the White House, they yeah. made a point not to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Look, I guess we'll just maybe they went. We can't beat that speech, so we won't. Yeah, Unless that was it. That was the attempt. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Paxton slash Pullman did not have a good day when he just what he a shit to, death. He went to kill the Queen and nothing happened. He, yeah, that's true. But he was just kind of like he didn't have a moment. Yeah. Where like was he like remember me? Did he say something like that? And they would have been like, I'm sure there was a moment like that, and they would have been like, no. no actually, they have the, that footage of you him. You all look the same to us. But they, have that, but they have that footage of him. Yeah, that's true, actually. Which yeah. is weird. Who mm-hmm. was filming that? Yeah. I guess the director of the movie. Yeah. Also, it disappointed me that they didn't, upon realising only recently that the president's daughter was played by Mae Whitman. Yes. Uh, who was Anne Veal in Arrested Development. Egg. Uh, egg <laughs> her. I felt very sad that they didn't bring her in. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? You know because I, mean? I don't think she's like, she's good looking, but she's not like. She's not rail thin. Yeah, she's not rail she's thin. Not, and she's, she's not a Liam Hemsworth girlfriend. No. Right. She's mm-hmm. not a Miley Cyrus. Who is Liam Hemsworth's yeah. real life girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I I, don't, I can't explain that away. Mm. Maybe she was busy doing indie films. Yeah. Maybe she thought this looks terrible and didn't want to do it. Mm. You know what? If this is on TV. Yep. If I was watching TV and it came on, yeah. I wouldn't turn it off, but I'd probably still be on my computer doing some stuff. Oh, you'd just be idly waiting for Goldblum scenes, probably? <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I'd switch it off. I would have liked more alien lore. You know at the start that you kind of see the ship that's yeah, landed? Uh-huh. More of that. You could even make this whole thing a ground battle. Yeah, totally. That would have been cool. Anyway. And alas, it wasn't cool. <laughs> we never really saw like the origins of these aliens. I thought we'd kind of get that, but all we got was like, they're in these ships and they fly around and they need all your resources. Some of the ships are bigger than others. And yeah, and it's never a sta- it's one of those like, you know, in the Matrix, it's like when they need they harvest humans for the electricity and you go, That's not very efficient. They wanted to steal our molten core. That's right. How many planets have molten cores? All heaps of them. Literally all of them. Except maybe gas planets. Yeah. But you probably even then probably. Even then you probably just just get some siphon some gas out of bloody Jupiter or something. Like a sun or whatever. Yeah, it'd be fine. 
Idiots. Uh, maybe they're just dicks. <laughs> yeah, I think they probably are just because if you have, if you can fly through space, if you've got this amazing technology, yeah. you don't need you don't need resources. You've got them. You've got all the resources. If you exactly, you could stay where you where they're you are. They're tilling the land. They're right out on the field. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to see a space cow. <laughs> if I'm Me too. Yeah, yeah. that'd have been great. All right, let's do what we read. Okay, then. let's do our famous segment. What we read and what, what we're we gonna, gonna read. read. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? Have you read anything? Uh, what have I read? Well, I saw Now You See Me 2, which was ridiculous. Good. Had Look a good old time. It was great. Um, I also watched the first, like, 25 minutes of Const- the first episode of Constantine. Oh, what'd you think? I went, it's- I've seen that. Well, I think the fact that I only watched the first 25 minutes is probably oh, really? turned it off. I thought it was like... Garbage. S- it was like Supernatural, but... Not as good? Real bad? There's only one guy. <laughs> There's only one guy and nobody acts like a real human being in it. Apparently it gets better. I'm not going to go that far. And he gonna... crosses over with Arrow. Oh, for five seconds in yeah. one episode. Or yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know what they do. Yeah, look... Did you was... like the bit where he lit his fists on fire? He probably didn't get up to that. Didn't get up to that point. It may no. not have even happened. <laughs> right? It's just what you wish would have happened. It just... It, there's this... There's a character in it and she... her One of her best friends is just murdered and turned into a zombie monster creature. I don't remember. And then she's over it in like the next scene. Maybe they weren't that good of friends. They seemed like good friends. Oh. This girl picked her up from her job when her car didn't start or something. Would you pick me up if my car didn't start? Yeah. Good, thanks, man. Good. Uh, I don't know what else I watched this week. Not, not much. Well, I read something which I'd recommend to you. It's called Dark Knight, A True Batman Story. Oh, yes. I've been waiting this for a while, and then I, when I downloaded it, oh. I'd forgot that this is what it was. Yes. But it's, it's by Paul Dini. I love Paul Dini. He's had a massive hand in the Batman animated series. That's why they call it the Diniverse. That's right. And this is a, it's kind of partly a history lesson uh-huh. for, the, for that show because it's told from Paul Dini's perspective. It's his life at the time where this traumatic event happened to him. And it's how he deals with it. So it's his actual life story with some exaggerated moments because he has like one-to-one conversations with Batman and the Joker and some other villains. So Batman appears to him. So wait, is this a book or a comic book? It's a comic book. And it's It's written and drawn by him. Uh, It's written by him. I don't know if it's drawn by him. I don't think it is. That's interesting. No, it's it's really cool. Um, So, and it's kind of him dealing with this psychological trauma Uh and how he kind of got through it. And this is also him publishing this book was also kind of his way with kind of kind of his way of putting a cap on it and and being uh and being done with it Hmm. it's kind of it's it's a little bit kind of uh what's that christmas story christmas carol where like the batman villains and batman kind of show up to kind of influence him right right, right. okay they don't show him the future and the past or whatever but he has conversations with them that could very easily be quite cheesy and no good but he's saying it's great okay i didn't that being said i haven't read any other reviews for it so maybe a lot of people hate it but Mm. No, I, I really enjoyed it, and it, it's because it's yeah, like I said, it's a little bit history lesson. You learn you learn a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit insight into the into the animated series, and and even Paul Dini's personal life, and kind of uh, like he's, he's drinking, and he's had this kind of uh-huh. dysfunctional kind of obsession with this actor actress. Huh. Uh, he's kind of using him to get to Spielberg. Okay, and I'd love to know yeah. who that was. Yeah, so okay. somebody knows, tweet it at me. Somebody will fil- will have figured it yeah, out. Yeah, definitely. Now. Yeah. Have you? Uh, I'm thinking about getting into eleven twenty two sixty three. Have you watched that? No. What's that? It's the one where the it's based on the Stephen Spielberg Stephen King story. Right. There's a difference. Where, yeah, no, <laughs> sort of. They're both great. Right, but it's the one where a man finds a portal back to 
1123 being the day Kennedy was killed. Ah. And he has to go back. He go back, goes back in time, and he has to figure out whether he. It's got James Franco in it. Has to go back in I time to determine whether that. or not he should, you know, stop the assassination of JFK. Does he? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'm thinking about getting into it. That's what I'm talking about. How many episodes are there? I'll tell you. None. Uh, there is currently fifty. Seven episodes. Okay, what's it on? Oh, it's just on right here. It's on Stan. Stan, (laughs) you bloody love Stan, don't you? I've just gotten just got a subscription to Stan, which is for Americans is like Australian Netflix. And we also have Netflix. We also have Netflix. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, Mason, I hope you're ready for the next segment of the show. I I don't know. I I don't know, James. What's the next episode of the show? Whenever there's a delay, I blame your Wi-Fi. How dare you? No. My Wi-Fi is second to none. Your dog was asleep. I wonder what she was dreaming about. Probably dog stuff. Being away from you. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Boo, you're a bad dog. How dare you? Bad dog. She's got a wonderful personality. Good. It's a relief. (laughs) This is from Fergal Quigley. Looks like a eel. She looks like an eel. <laughs> she looks like an otter. Yeah. Don't you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> uh, friend of the show, Fergal Quigley. Yeah. Does a, does a fantastic artwork after a lot of our episodes. Before we get into Fergal Quigley. Oh, yes. There is a Weekly Planet comic book. Yes, which there is. Which is on the Reddit, which I'll link below. Great. Which is really funny and really, I don't know, it's, it's well, I can't even, it's well timed both the way it's drawn and also the the dialogue. Yeah, it's good, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh so thank you for that. It's awesome. I'll, I'll link it below, but um I I I I was genuinely surprised how much I enjoyed it. And you're in it. And yeah. I guess that must appeal to you on some level. Yeah, no, it's good. My vanity <laughs> specifically. Yes, absolutely. Good, good. You're correct. Yeah, that's really And also people can have a hand in where they want it to go next. Yeah, it's, it's like a choose your own adventure. That's right. It's me versus the the mayor. Of <laughs> that's right. Robert Doyle. <laughs> that's right. My arch nemesis. Mm. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I really hate his re- bloody guts. Me too. <laughs> I do. I do too. Okay, Fergal Quigley. Get out of here, you dog. <laughs> anyway, not this dog. No, Robert Doyle, not that otter. Mayor of, Mayor of Melbourne, the dog. Uh, okay, Fergal Quigley says, uh, "Who is the best worst paternal role model in comics?" Oh, it's Batman because he's killed so many kids. He's so many Robins. Just ah. <laughs> oh. They should have taken Damien Wayne away from him. I don't they know really? If they have. Well, he can't, didn't Damien Wayne grow up without him? I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. It might be for the best. No, we got it. We can surely we can think of a worse one. Worse than no, uh, well, worse than Batman. Uh, I mean, Reed Richards keeps throwing his children into dangerous he situations, but he sucks. In what sense? He's just a shit bloke. <laughs> he's, not- he's just got no perspective on any on anything. <laughs> like from like a ground level, right? He's all like the greater good. I'm gonna turn everything into a solar panel and ruin my <laughs> Like he's just a. He's just got no humanity, that bloke. But what but you're saying is he's still a pretty good dad, though. Is what you're saying? No, he oh, okay. sucks. Do you think he's worse than Batman then? He's killed less people. He's killed yeah. less kids than Batman. Green Arrow was unaware that his sidekick was addicted to heroin. That's true. For quite some time. Um, That's a credit to his sidekick's heroin hiding skills. Exactly. You know <laughs> when I think about it. That's true. Yeah, exactly. What do you think about uh, Alfred as either best or worse? Because oh, he encouraged... Yeah. Look, Batman or Bruce Wayne couldn't be stopped in his quest. Yep. And he, Alfred does make an effort to kind of 
to be like, maybe you shouldn't do this. I think he's a pretty good dad. He's yeah? a good father figure, I think. But also yeah. when he knows he can't stop it, he's like, well, I'm going to support you 100%. That's true. And yeah. bloody, I'll stitch your bloody wounds up and, yeah. and mm-hmm. do whatever. Yeah. Plus I get to live in this sweet mansion. That's true. And yeah. bring you your breakfast. Yeah. There's got to be some worse dads. Let, let me think. What yeah. about Uncle Ben in terms of best? Because of the example he sets by dying. I mean, <laughs> he was a good, good bloke. Yeah. But his sacrifice, yep. which I'm sure he didn't intend to make, like echoes through Spider-Man's life for the better. That's why he's the superior Spider-Man. Oh, Uncle Ben is. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. What else we got? Uh, Who's some comic book dads? Invincible as a kid. Howard Stark. Bad dad. Never around. Yeah. I mean, like, later... Tells his son that he loves him in a video that he'll (laughs) see when he's 45. Yeah, like, later years, maybe a little bit better. Uh, It seems to me just a lunatic. Yeah. Just never around. Just building vests that (laughs) blow up when you put them on. Just do whatever you want, son. Yeah, sure. You know what? One lesson I've learned, son, is just inherit my empire and keep making (laughs) weapons that'll kill everyone. Bad dad. Worse than Batman. What about Invincible's dad? Because he was set to Earth to overtake it. And then nearly beat his son to death. But then he comes round. I would say he's just a regular dad because he has faults. Yeah, he's kind of a regular dad. Uh, (laughs) Just on a bigger scale. Who's a better dad? Pa Kent or Jor-El? Pa Kent. Bearing in mind, Jor-El's a hologram man now. <laughs> one's Russell Crowe, one's Kevin Costner. Yeah, I know, right? How can you choose? It's like choosing between two dads. <laughs> That's right. Both of whom are the greatest actor in the world. <laughs> okay, Pa Kent gives Superman his humanity. Correct. Which I think is the most important foundation of Superman. But Jor-El gives him crazy powerful Kryptonian DNA. That's exactly right. Yeah. But not only that, but that, that that's a given though. Like yeah. if Zod could have been his father and given him that. Mm. But Parkent instills his values in him. Mm-hmm. And then with the DNA and with even the Kryptonian tech and yep. history that he comes upon, mm-hmm. he's able to use that through the lens of a human being with yeah. compassion. Mm. So I think that makes... Look, Jor-El <laughs> is the cooler dad. Yeah, He's the dad right. with the Mustang. Yeah. Uh, and But Parkent is like you're down to earth. That's true. You're, you know, yeah. be a good bloke, dad. Uh, Galactus, great dad. <laughs> In what to, way? To the Silver Surfer. <laughs> Yeah, you, 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 you always know, you know what, you could be away for, you could be on the other side of the galaxy, you come back, he's always got a meal on the table for you. That's t- It's a, a planet. planet. <laughs> it's a planet. Yeah, but, yes. well, I guess he's he gives you goals and boundaries. Correct. Which is important in parenting. The, the power cosmic, he <laughs> gives right. you that. Yeah. Pretty great. A surfboard. Yeah. That's not nothing. That's right. That's something you want for your birthday. That's right. And it wasn't like he's a surfer and he's like, have this, son. <laughs> And you're like, oh yeah, I don't want to be like you, whatever. He gets, he gives him the the bloody the power to to surf all over the place. Surf the stars. Surf the stars. Yeah, Mephisto, father of Ghost Rider. <laughs> I'm reaching. Father? No, not really. Yeah. Look, they're all good dads. They're in all a good way. dads. Yeah. Most of them are bad dads, though. Correct. Mm. Uh that's it. I think that's all yeah, we that's got. got all, yeah. Good question, though. Thank you, Fergal Kowigali. I didn't. I don't think I mentioned this, but if you want to send an email to the show, you can. And by that, I mean tweet. You just hashtag Weekly Planet Pod, and we'll get out there and we'll find it, won't we? We'll find some of them. Yeah, man. Uh, this is to you specifically. Oh, I can't wait. Saw. This is from Greg Carter, 78. Hi, Greg. Greg Carter. What did I say? Greg. 
Hi, Greg Carter. <laughs> How many tweets uh, did you get about Zelda? Through the same hook out at work and three to, three out of five people yelled at me. Uh, I got... Can you explain I, that before we... So last week, we were talking about a new Zelda game at E3. Yeah. And I tried to make... I, I tried to do the most obvious impression of someone who doesn't know that the main character of the Zelda games is Link. Yes. And I'm like... It's it's the, the that green clad forest ranger Zelda. There he goes. There there he goes. Brave warrior <laughs> Zelda. Can I, and and oftentimes people are like, no, Zelda's the girl. At least I know. I'm aware. Uh, I got one tweet <laughs> and one. like two texts from you that were <laughs> oh, right, that I were YouTube too. comments that were. So thanks for sending those to me. I appreciate it. <laughs> so not too many. No, it's fine. Yeah. Our, our, the weekly wackadoos are very switched Pretty on. Switched on. They yeah. know a bad, terrible joke when they hear one. They're used to them now. It's Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> They're like, oh, he's doing his dumb thing again where he pretends not to know a thing or he doesn't know a thing. You know and he, but he's doing so well, though, because he's talking. That covers our bases, though, if we accidentally say a dumb thing. We knew I we were joking. I think we've set it up rather well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. The perfect crime. This is from uh, Donny Boy. This is also to you. Ooh. I'm listening... Uh, this is at to, at Wikipedia Brown. I'm listening to a podcast that's not Weekly Planet Pod and still hearing how famous you are. How has this fame changed you? <laughs> I don't know what that podcast is. Me too, right? How has fame ch- changed you? Not at all. I, Although I, I was driving the tram the other day and right? somebody said, grab that gem at me. And I'm like, thanks, man. Could have been a coincidence. It was probably a coincidence. <laughs> I was spilling some gems at the time. Oh, that might have been. They were getting all over, all over my console. That floor and console. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it hasn't changed you, yeah. except for that one time a guy recognised you. Yeah, and one time at a rock climbing. Oh, yeah, Indoor that's rock climbing right. centre, yeah. And the dude who came out from Shep. Oh, yeah, that's right. To be like, what's yeah. up? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Well, Mason, you haven't let it get to you yet. Stay humble. I will not. Take that crown off. Stop looking at me in the eyes. You're not allowed to look at me in the eyes. Uh, it's from Elijah. Hi, Elijah. Uh, uh, at Phoenix Agent 003. Uh, ben Affleck says he won't move forward with a Batman movie until he likes the script. That's good, right? Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Uh, how good is Ben Affleck at picking scripts? Pretty good. His efforts at filmmaking have been... He actually even admitted this week that he was kind of maybe offered Star Wars. And he was like, but I didn't do it. Oh. He admitted it because he'd, he'd clearly been drinking. <laughs> right, uh-huh. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Is Ben Affleck a nerd or not? Because he was friends with Kevin Smith growing up. I don't think it was growing up. I think they met in the later years. Okay. Because he did more rats. Right, uh-huh. Uh, but that's he's kind of moved away from that. I think he's I think he's like one of those combo blokes. He, can, uh-huh. he has a foot all, in every world. All-rounder. Yeah. Finger in every pie. That's right. <laughs> I'm doing an act out. Yes. Poking some pies. Can't see it. Uh, he also kind of implied that, yeah, he's had experiences with movies where the script hasn't been 100%. Yeah. And, and he's like, and you know how that turned out? And the people are like, does he mean Batman, <laughs> Superman? Does he mean Jiggly? Does he yeah. mean Jersey Girl? That was all right, wasn't it? People hate that movie, but was it that bad? Uh, Will there, Smith's in it. Well, I was going to say Will Smith's in it. They're going to they're gonna finally... Complete the Will Smith Ben Affleck face off in Suicide Squad. That's that, right. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. But no, I don't think it's bad to wait till the script is good. Correct. It's having a good script behind a movie is never a bad. Thing. Yeah, that's true. Depending on who's directing. I guess the I question guess. is also that is he going like is he going kind of off his own nose and being like is this script good to me or does he ha- or is he passing it along to like 
I think him and Jeff Johns are doing it. Okay, well, then, then all right. Good. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah okay. Sorry. Or is he giving it to Kevin Smith? <laughs> I don't think they really... And it's like, would you like to add some side <laughs> characters to this, Kevin Smith? <laughs> I don't think they uh, they chat that much anymore. Okay, right. They've, they've had different paths. One's That's making a movie about Nazi sausages and the other one's Batman. That's true. Everybody's got a different path in life. I agree. Mason, I've got a dilemma. What's your dilemma, James? Next week, Tarzan is out in the yep. US and other parts of the world, but it's not out here. Mm. That being said, we can go to a screening on Monday night. So we, like tomorrow? No, next oh, Monday. Okay. So we can delay the podcast by maybe six to ten hours. Okay. Go and see it, come back, record it, I'll edit it straight away. Uh-huh. Or, you know, clean it up, whatever I do, and, yeah. and put it out. Or yep. do you want to do like a Game of Thrones episode? Because last week, it's the last week of Game of Thrones is happening. Oh, yeah. That would mean you'd have to shotgun ten episodes of Game of Thrones. Boy, wouldn't I? Do you have them there? Uh, I Yeah, I think I do, actually. Okay. Yeah. Look, I think that people are going to want a Game of Thrones episode, so okay. we might have to do that. That being said, if Tarzan's amazing... If it's amazing. Yeah. If we heard nothing but good things, and if you really want us to do a Tarzan episode... Let us know. We'll do it, man. Yeah. Okay. But maybe Game of Thrones, among other stuff. I think overwhelmingly it's going to be a Game of Thrones episode. Okay, but let us know. Maybe you okay. love tar- Tarzan. <laughs> maybe you love Tarzan. Yeah. Yeah, man. I have heard some things that it's pretty good. Has anybody specifically said, at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter... I just saw Tarzan, and it's better than season six of Game of Thrones. Because <laughs> if nobody I said that, I've not said that yet. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I I think Tarzan looks pretty good. I don't know whether it will be good. Mm. Who knows? I like the guy from Tarzan. Like he looks like a good Tarzan. Don't yeah. You think? Okay. Yeah. Not convinced with the apes. Sure. Not convinced. And and if you're watching Tarzan, you're gonna want good apes. It's all about them apes. It's all about the apes. Yeah. Mm. That's the show for this week. All right, let us know about that thing. Yeah. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Yeah. Tweet me at Mr. Sunday Movies. Oh, and me at Wikipedia Brown. That's right. Where else can people find us? You can find us us. on Weekly Planet Pod on Facebook and Twitter and Gmail and Bandcamp where we have that Independence Day uh, commentary up. I think our next one will probably be... Probably be... (laughs) That wine's kicking in. Uh, It'll either be Ghostbusters or Star Trek. Yeah, okay. I think maybe Ghostbusters is first. So you'd love to do a Ghostbusters comedy, I'd love to do a Ghostbusters comedy. Would, would you just talk? Would you just watch it, though? Because that's one of your favourite movies. Oh, look, I'll make an effort to talk. All right, then. Yeah. Uh, that, ladies what else? and gentlemen. Uh, you can follow The Weekly Planet on Twitter. That is uh, yep. our friend Robert Collings. He does a great job. He's all over it. He's our bloody girl Friday. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. You want yep. to throw us a buck. All the commentaries are there as well. All the commentaries are there. Or one of the easiest things to do, we have an Amazon affiliate link that yep. is in our... Episode description. Yep. And if you're going to buy something from Amazon any, anyway, which you bloody everybody, everybody bloody buys stuff from Amazon, you know. You know Nobody you know, doesn't. That's true. Uh, just click on the link. You go to the regular Amazon. You pay the same regular low Amazon prices and mm. we get a kickback of some sort. Who's to say? Yeah, we get a percentage, but it doesn't cost the person anything. Anything extra. So How's it work? Who knows? I don't care, yeah, quite frankly. Yeah, me neither, right? Uh, we've got some T-shirts on Redbubble, thanks to yep. Fergal Quigley and Golden Legend. So yeah, just go man. Redbubble, search for those guys. Thanks to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our themes. Yes. We've forgotten something, but who knows what it I is. I just want to f- confirm the name of the guy um, who's do- doing the comic because bloody, he's bloody all over it. Oh, yeah, I think I'm going to take down that Q&A thing um, this week. Remember we had that? Oh, for UNICEF. UNICEF. It's been oh. up for ages. We're nearly at 40,000. G Willikers. Was it? I don't even know the website. Everyday Hero, that was it. If you do want to get the Q&A. You can get it from from there. Sorry, written by Ben Ben M. Davis. Artwork by Eric Helmer. Very cool. I love it. I bloody love it. (laughs) And there's some nice bloody Easter eggs in there, mate. 
We are at $38,891.96. Say that number again. $38,891.96. Good Lord. Well done, everybody. Yes. Bloody nailed that. All right. Thank you, everybody. Yep. Uh, Did we forget anything? Almost certainly. Anyway, we'll do it next week. Uh, Grab that gem, everybody. Grab it. Bye.